the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI, welcomes you to exciting coverage of area high school basketball action. Time now for WRBI's Countdown to Tip Off. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, from South Ripley High School, where tonight we've got an ORBC girls basketball battle for you between the Jacksonville Eagles and the South Ripley Raiders. This is Rob Moorhead, joined by my partner Rob LaFerry tonight, and we are glad that you are joining us here on Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's game being brought to you by Ivy Tech Community College, Great Plains Communications, Mary Huntington, Allstate Insurance, Batesville, Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Garings, Ison's Family Pizza, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Bruns Gutzweiler, JC Bank, Margaret Mary Health, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Hurt and Elko, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Nobby Mower Shop. Lady Eagles come in at 17-4 on the season, 4-0, currently in first place in the ORVC. South Ripley comes in at 13-7, 4-1 in the ORVC. Rob, this game definitely has conference implications. Yeah, absolutely. You take a look at this conference slate. The overall championship picture will not be decided until Thursday night when Jacksonville plays Southwestern. But you take a look at this ball game tonight, South Ripley-Jacksonville. The winner is guaranteed at least a share of the conference title. It cannot be decided fully because Southwestern is still in the hunt for a share of the conference championship as well. So this is pretty much tradition in this area to see these two teams at it final regular season week before the postseason. And most of those seasons, you see either one of these teams in the race for the ORVC title. It's senior night here tonight. South Ripley has just honored the bowling seniors and their parents along with the girls' basketball seniors and their parents, also honoring the seniors from Jacksonville's team as well. So it's a festive night here as we honor the members of the class of 2024. One of those members out on the floor with the bowlers is Eli Liming, Rob, and he will be heading to the bowling semi-state this weekend in Terre Haute, your old stomping grounds with hopefully a trip to Anderson to the state meet the following week. Yeah, it worked out well because he'll be there. I'm going to make the trip on Saturday, too, because I got prior obligations prior uh, to that. So it's great for Eli, third straight semi-state appearance for him. South Ripley had three bowlers in the regional this past weekend in Clarksville. So really good bowling program. Coach Ron Pollard does an outstanding job with that crew, both boys and girls. And I know he talked about it to me a couple days ago. This was just the fourth time in 15 years that the boys' bowling program has not qualified for the regional as a team. Now, they've sent individual bowlers, but as a team, only the fourth time in 15 years that they did not advance to the regional. So it says a lot about what the Raiders have out on the bowling lanes. And again, if there's a guy to lead the program, Ron Pollard's the perfect guy to do so. No doubt about it. Both of us being natives here in Versailles know what a... Huge uh, family-run business that is in here in Versailles with Pollard's Bowling Center and, uh, what, at least three, if not four, Hall of Fame bowlers uh, from the National Bowling Hall of Fame right there from Versailles, Indiana, and helping to coach our program. Really something special and for their, our community. And their kids, their grandkids, their, their nieces, their nephews, they're not too shabby either. No doubt about it. Well, we're going to take our first break of the night, and when we come back, we're going to have our pregame interviews with each of the coaches here in tonight's ballgame. We'll start with Matt McNew from the South Ripley Lady Raiders. Follow that up with Scott Smith from the Jacksonville Eagles. And we'll be back with more of our pregame show right after this 
You're listening to High School Girls Basketball ORVC action on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Your hometown college is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to South Ripley High School for our pregame shows. Are you ready for the South Ripley Lady Raiders taking on the Jacksonville Lady Eagles in ORVC girls basketball action tonight? This time joined by head coach of the Lady Raiders, Matt McNew. Coach McNew, thanks for your time in the pregame show. Yep, Thanks for having us uh, on here and being at the game. We appreciate it. Absolutely, Coach, and uh, an ORVC contest tonight, which has some implications in the conference race. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, you know, if we win, we share the title, uh, regardless of what happens Thursday with uh, Jacksonville and Southwestern. So it's a big game for us. Um, Jacksonville, you know, it's an outright thing for them. So if they beat us, then all they have to do is beat Southwestern and win the conference outright. So. So big game in that respect. And, Coach, I know a little disappointing coming in off of last week, uh, last week's loss, uh, an overtime loss to Southwestern, and quite honestly a game where turnovers kind of plagued the Raiders. Yeah, that was the worst part about it. Uh, we talked to the team about it, uh, 23 turnovers, and they scored 15 points off of those. Uh, I don't mind turnovers because we are a high school girls team, and that's going to happen. But live ball turnovers are what uh, kill you when the other team can go down and score easily on it, gives them a – uh, another possession as well. Um, and that's something we had to watch tonight with Jacksonville. If we give them the opportunities, they'll score. Coach, a mark of your teams in the past has been not dwelling on a loss, but bouncing back and coming back and playing well. What has to happen tonight for the Lady Raiders to come out here with a win? Uh, we got to hold Jacksonville to, uh, to the half court game instead of, like I said, we don't want them running on us. Uh, defensively, we just got to put our best game out there and rebound against them. Uh, we do have a bit of a height advantage, which doesn't happen very often. So uh, clean up the boards, don't allow them to have more than one shot, and then uh, obviously don't turn the ball over. You turn your attention to sectional action after this game, and for once in your head coaching career, I believe you got a bye this time. Yeah, finally. Uh, you know, we were joking around about it. I said, I didn't care who we drew. How about let's just get a bye for once? And we actually did. Uh, it's a very good draw for us. Uh, 
I don't like the bullseye on our back, you know, three in a row. And now they put out there that we were probably the favorite of it. Uh, that makes it tougher on the girls, but we'll be ready. You know, we've got 10 days to get ready for that game. And, you know, we'll work day by day, piece by piece until we're ready to go. First things first tonight with this one, Coach, everybody healthy. I know you've had your share of injuries and sickness throughout the year, so maybe that's a relative question, healthy as you can be. That's absolutely right. Uh, I think the girls just quit telling me uh, because it was an everyday thing. Uh, but I think everybody is healthy. That's what we want to get through this game tonight is, uh, you know, everybody comes home healthy, everybody uh, uninjured for both teams because of the sectional coming up. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time in the pregame show. Good luck to you and the Raiders tonight. Thank you very much. That's Coach Mac McNew, head coach of the Lady Raiders. We'll be back with more of our pregame show right after this. You're listening to High School Girls Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. J.C. Bank is now open in Greensburg at 1035 North Lincoln Street, bringing over a century of community banking to you. J.C. Bank supports local high school sports teams, helping young athletes thrive for stronger communities. They offer top-notch banking, investments, and trust services. Whether you need a mortgage or business banking, J.C. Bank is here for you. Learn more at jcbank.com. J.C. Bank, the bank for your street, not Wall Street. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome back to the pregame show. Rob Moorhead, Rob LaFerry with you tonight as we get ready for the South Ripley Lady Raiders and Jacksonville Lady Eagles. Joined at this time in the pregame show by head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles, Scott Smith. Coach Smith, thank you for your time here in the pregame show. Hey, no problem, Rob. Thank you. I appreciate it. Big rivalry game tonight, one that you've been in many times over the years, and also a game with some serious conference implications. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I have told the girls ever since I started coaching, you know, I, I brought back memories of when you and I played back in the day. It's like this is the biggest, you know, the biggest uh, rivalry uh, in our season and uh, always great to come down here and play uh I want to almost said Tyson. That, that really shows my age. That goes back into my. I've got. To, I think I've got. A, still got a scar on my eyebrow from an old Scott Smith elbow from back in our Tyson days. But, coach, you come in four zero in the conference tonight's game, and then one more later in the week. You get them both. Your conference champs. Yes, and you know that's the thing with sectional starting next week. We've tried to emphasize with the kids is every game uh, is a sectional game right now. You know, it, it, we we win tonight. We get at least to share the conference. We win Thursday. We get the whole thing by ourselves. 
conversely, we lose. Like, yeah, we get to play again, but we've, we've given up the chance to, to be the uh, conference championship solely. And, uh, and hopefully that has sunk in because uh, we, we are a, an older, more mature team with juniors and seniors. So they understand what uh, sectional play and tournament play is like. And hopefully it shows tonight. We've been playing well. Uh, South Florida is a tough place to play. And, uh, but hopefully we uh, come out ready to go. What are you looking for out of your ball club to get a win in this, t- in this game tonight, Coach? Well, the big thing is, is we've got to control the boards. That's probably our one weakness um, defensively is we usually, if we're even in rebounding, we're happy. Uh, and South Ripley is very physical, uh, has a lot of great athletes, and they're going to try to win this game with hustle and uh offensive rebounds and if we let that happen um, then it could be a very long night so we've got to keep them off the boards Uh, we've got to make them into a perimeter shooting team which is what they probably really don't want to be Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, if we can do that and just have our offense keep going the way it has been since the county tourney we've shot really well the kids are all contributing and we're scoring in the you know 65 66 points a game and um, not that we would get that tonight, but if we can have that same mindset on offense, then I think we'll be all right. Coach, we've already established that we played against each other back in the day, so our age is similar. We're not getting any younger, and uh, you're coming to the close of an extremely successful career as head basketball coach at Jacksonville. Talk about what that's meant to you over the years and, and kind of what you hope to go out on here over the next several weeks. I know you don't want it to be just one or two weeks here. You're ready to play for a little while. Well, you know, I, I can't express enough uh, the appreciation that I have for the Jacksonville community uh, who took a chance on somebody, you know, 23 years ago to lead lead a program that had a pretty good history. And um, I've been fortunate enough to have really great kids every year who really wanted to learn. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to have an employer and a family that allowed me to do it. Uh, and I just want to see our kids play to their full potential, no matter what happens. If they go out and play as hard as they can play, execute the way we want them to execute, I'm going to be happy. But all that said, basketball requires a tremendous amount of energy. And you reference age and, and you know, I don't move the way I used to. <laughs> I know you probably don't either. Uh, I'm fortunate to have a great coaching staff, uh, Lily Simon, uh, Rosie Newhart, Kayla Bowling, uh, Bailey Dwanger, all ex-players. Uh, Lisa Horn is down in our, our junior high, uh, uh, and she's uh, an older, older not an ex-player for me, but an older former Lady Eagle. And, uh, you know, Lily is going to take over uh, next year, and she's ready. That She's got the energy that the kids need to be excited, and, you know, uh, that's what I'm – looking forward to for for her is that she gets uh you know a a a working group of kids that are going to give her a great uh first year and then uh let her develop the program the way she wants to develop it but hopefully keep the same tenets that that we think are important no doubt about it coach can't thank you enough for your time here in the pregame show congratulations on what has been a fantastic career good luck tonight and in the upcoming sectional thanks rob i really appreciate it that's Coach Scott Smith, head coach of the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. We'll be back with more of our pregame show right after this. You're listening to High School Girls Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI.
A cancer diagnosis can be overwhelming, but having convenient access to a team of professionals you can trust makes all the difference. At Margaret Mary Health, they partner with oncologists from the Christ Hospital in Cincinnati. Their cancer experts are experienced and knowledgeable, but most importantly, they have your best interests at heart. If you've recently been diagnosed with cancer or would like a second opinion, they'd love to help. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary online at mmhealth.org. Cecil Eisen from Eisen's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Eisen's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Eisen'sFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Very much to John Heil back in the studio. Rob Moorhead, Rob LaFerry with you tonight as we get ready for an ORBC matchup between South Ripley and Jacksonville. In girls' basketball action, you hear the South Ripley band under the direction of Ellen Fennell playing in the background. It's senior night, a good crowd on hand, and Rob. We've got an outstanding matchup for for the fans here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Again, winner of this ball game tonight gets a share of the Ohio River Valley Conference title. Southwestern is waiting in the wings, looking to play spoiler, coming up on Thursday night against Jackson Dell. Take a look at the Lady Eagles of Jackson Dell under head coach Scott Smith. 419 and 149, his 23rd season, his final season at the helm of the Lady Eagles. Of the 17 wins on the year, five. Five of them have now come in a row, dating back to the consolation game of the Ripley County Tournament. They defeated Milan 70-33. Since then, they have beat Lawrenceburg, Southwestern Shelby, Switzerland County, and most recently, Rising Sun. That came on January 18th. Final score, 58-39. And that 19-point margin is as close as any opponent has gotten to JCD during their five-game win streak. When you take a look at the team numbers, 53.7 points per game on offense, only giving up 36.7 points per game defensively. Right now, that is ranked in the top 50 among all teams in the state of Indiana. They've got three double-figure scores on this Jackson Dell team. They're led by Julia Meyer. 14.6 points per game. Right behind her, though, is Reagan Hughes, and then you've got the sharpshooter, Kelsey Borgman, in the mix as well. When you take a look at South Ripley in the season they've had under head coach Matt McNew, they have navigated a very small roster and injuries throughout the year. They are 13-7 and overall under coach Matt McNew, who is now 74-47 and in his fifth year at the school. A win tonight gives him career win number 75. For South Ripley, they have now won a total of five of their last seven 
but they are coming in having lost two of their last three. They played Oldenburg Academy on the road on January 13th. They fall in that one 51-44. They beat South Dearborn in response three nights later, 51-40. But then their most recent loss, a bit of a shocker for the Lady Raiders, a rare loss to Southwestern Hanover in recent years. They lose to the Lady Rebels at home, 50-48. That one coming in overtime, which puts Southwestern in position for a potential conference title this week. South Ripley as a team, they are only scoring 44 points per game, but they are giving up only 39.4 points per game. So two teams tonight that really pride themselves on defense. And when you look at the personnel of this Lady Raider ball club, it starts with Reese Opendorf, who quite possibly might be the area's best player the last few weeks. The Ripley County Tournament MVP currently averaging 12 points per game. Behind her, though, you've got Claire Samples, the freshman, at nine points per game. Lexi Franklin is averaging eight. And then a couple senior players who will be in the starting lineup tonight, Lydia Cornett, Susie Gunner, both have been a jack-of-all-trades kind of player for the green and the white. When you put all of it together tonight, Jackson Dell and South Ripley, the last time these two teams met, Jackson Dell was a winner, 41-22, but that was all the way back on November 11th. Stacking it up based on Sagarin ratings, you've got Jackson Dell coming in at 72, South Ripley at 59. The John Harrell prediction for once has this as a double-digit margin tonight in favor of Jackson Dell. Predicted final score of 49-39. to 39. But it's the last week of the regular season. Strange things happen with these two teams, especially the week before sectional play. Throw everything out on paper. It'll be 32 minutes to decide who takes this one, who gets a share of the ORVC title. Thank you very much, Rob. Fantastic t- job running down these two teams tonight. And uh, this Jackson Dell team, as Rob mentioned, Class 1A, number 7 ranked as they get ready to go into sectional play next week. But as you heard Scott Smith say in our pregame interview, he's not looking ahead. He wants to wrap this ORVC race up first. Always one of the goals they have when they start the season. And they will be solely focused on that. And then both these teams drew the bye, so they've really got a week to get ready for their sectional opening round matchups. Yeah, and they really, both of them know that they've got a gauntlet to go through even though they've got buys because if you are Jackson Dell, obviously eyeballs are on South Decatur for a potential semifinal game next Friday night. For South Ripley, you're probably looking at Switzerland County on Friday night in the semifinals. And plus, you've got some other favorites in there, too. For Jackson Dell, what a loaded sectional 60 that is this year. Not just the Lady Eagles, but you've got a 15-win Oldenburg team in there. South Decatur is a 13-win. And then South Ripley sectional, you've got the host North Decatur, who right now statistically is a favorite. But as I said in the sectional preview coming out in the newspaper on Thursday, South Ripley with three sectionals in a row. They've won nine sectionals in the last 13 years. It's hard-pressed for me to say that anyone is the favorite until they can knock off the green and the white. Well said, Rob. Well said. want to give a shout-out here before we take a break for the uh, national anthem. We're going to shout-out to Charlie Black, a 1973 South Ripley alum who's listening to the game tonight from Monroe, Oregon, and wishing his great-niece Reese Obendorf and the Lady Raiders good luck. Cheryl Obendorf passing that along to us. So we want to say thanks to Charlie for listening in. And without a doubt, Rob LaFerry, he's listening on that new WRBI radio app. 
one-stop shop for everything WRBI, and you can take us worldwide, even if you don't want to listen to us worldwide. That's right, worldwide. And, Rob, we don't have the national anthem just yet, as I recall a new tradition. Athletic director Jeff Goral is trying to start tonight on senior night, and that is he, and this is at the request of the senior girls, they wanted their fathers and any other senior or any other basketball dad from the girls' basketball program to get a chance to come out to the floor to play a game of knockout. And Brad Samples didn't have to hear that twice. He jumped up out of the stands and said, let's go. And he's on his way down. Jeff Cornett's out there. You've got uh, John Obendorf out there. You're quite a crew. Steve Franklin's out there. Uh, Gunther, uh, Chuck Gunther's out there. This should be a lot of fun. I don't know who I'm going to put my money on on this one. <laughs> my, my, my betting sense tells me samples, but Cornette, we talked about it. Cornette's physicality in this game <laughs> might be a key. Um, Gunner's out there, too. I know Morgan Brightwell's dad yes, uh, is, is out Mr. there. Mr. Brightwell is, is out, out there, there as well. Yes. So, and then you've got Coach Franklin, and Coach Franklin's got the stripes on. So perhaps that gives him an, an officiating edge in this friendly game of knockout. This is going to be an interesting one to certainly see. We've got about eight dads out there on the on the floor, and uh, I think the fans are going to enjoy this. And Gunner starts it with a granny shot, and uh, so they are they are up and at him here. If you haven't played knockout before, the way they're playing it here, Steve Franklin may well go out, and he does. Uh, he had to keep the book anyway. They're shooting a free throw. And then uh, if you miss your free throw, you got to lay in your rebound before the next person makes their free throw. And you see Jeff Cornett and John Obendorf having a battle out there right now. It is supposed to be non-contact. So far it has been, Rob. So well, I was uh, going to say, you had Cornette running right into Mr. Obendorf down there. <laughs> we've got a couple other parents going out. We just had one parent who just lost a shoe. So we've got one playing with one shoe <laughs> that's remaining in the game. And the winner of this... Gets an Ivy Tech basketball. So Ivy Tech, one of our fine sponsors here on Country 103.9 WRBI. The winner will take home an Ivy Tech basketball if there is a winner. And the rate we're going right now, Rob, we may not tip off this varsity game till 8.15. We'll see. My guess is whoever wins the basketball probably actually needs to go home and use the basketball. <laughs> And Mr. Brightwell had a chance to put Jeff Cornett out, unable to do so. Chuck Gunther did go out. We're down to five here. Brad Sample's still in it. There's going to be a lot of ibuprofen to go around for these fellas after this. Indeed. Jeff Cornett drains it on the first attempt from 15. And uh, this is. And the fans are enjoying this, you can tell. And most importantly, I think those senior girls are enjoying it as we are down to the final four. Got Mr. Josh Combs down there, Jeff Cornett's down there, Mr. Brightwell's still alive, Brad Samples is still alive. There's your final four, and we'll see who comes out of here with the title and the Ivy Tech basketball. We thought the conference title was a big deal. This right now might be playing out to be just as important. Josh Combs is out. Then there were three. Brightwell, Samples, and Cornett are left. Brightwell and Samples make early. Cornette misses. Can he get it in? Still got a chance, and he gets his layup in. And Mr. Brightwell goes out, and it's Brad Samples and Jeff Cornette for the title. Cornette starts out early. If he, no. you got to come back and shoot there, buddy. Yep. He, Jeff's claiming victory. <laughs> and, and Brad says, Brad's no, not gonna, Brad's not right going to let that go. Brad's not going to let that go. They're, they're going to work it out here. So 
Here we go. Here we go. And there's the chance. There and Brad Samples gets the win. It might be protested. I don't know. And we might have to call Gene in New York to get a ruling on that one. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for Brad to win this one. I mean, he is in the top 25 on the scoring list here at South Ripley. So he's still got a few more points left in him. But, no, it's a great way to kick off the festivities tonight. Uh, again, with senior night. Now the dad's out there. And now... We are ready to go for what we came here for. We will step aside for the national anthem and then come back with starting lineups and tip-off. Jackson Dell and South Ripley, ORVC Conference title share on the line on Country 103.9 WRBI. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working or in your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience and ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And welcome back to South Ripley High School. Rob Moorhead, Rob LaFerry with you as we get ready for tip-off in tonight's ORVC matchup between the South Ripley Lady Raiders and the Jacksonville Lady Eagles. Rob, they're getting ready to have the starting lineups down on the floor in front of us. How about running down? The starting lineups for these two ball clubs. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at Jackson Dell. The visitors on the scoreboard tonight again, 17 and four on the season, with 23-year head coach Scott Smith. The Eagles run like this: three guards make it four, and a forward. The guards number 24 Reagan Hughes. The second guard number 14 Kelsey Borgman. The third guard number 32 Kaylin Heiners. The fourth guard number 20. Sophia Sullivan, and then the forward for Jackson Dell tonight is number 22, Julia Meyer. So again, lineup for JCD is Hughes, Borgman, Heiners, Sullivan, and Meyer. 
For South Ripley, the starting lineup will look like this under head coach Matt McNew. 13-7 on the year are the Lady Raiders. Two guards, two forwards, and a center at one guard wearing number 11. That is Claire Samples. The second guard, one of the three seniors tonight, number 20, Reese Opendorf. The forwards are number 10, a senior, Susie Gunner, and another senior at forward, number 15, Lydia Cornett. The center for South Ripley, a junior, wearing number 43. That is Lexi Franklin. So again for South Ripley, it is Samples, Obendorf, Gunner, Cornette, and Franklin. And, of course, do want to mention the other senior for South Ripley tonight being Morgan Brightwell, who has been out for the year with the leg injury and certainly what a big part she was for the Lady Raiders early on this year. I know that's someone that Coach McNew has really missed here over the last few weeks. Best game I saw her play in her career was against North Decatur right here uh, earlier this year, about a week before she uh, got that knee injury and uh, a game where the Raiders knocked off North Decatur here. Uh, one that uh, I think might have surprised some people early on in the season. Morgan played very well, and unfortunately, her season last year was cut short by injury, and that happened again this year. Uh, but an outstanding young lady. She has hung around the program all year long, continue to be there to support her teammates no matter what, and uh, that's what you appreciate and enjoy seeing. Uh, about a young lady like Morgan Brightwell. Well, I remember last year coaching in Switzerland County because she was out for the sectional. I remember thinking, okay, we don't have to plan for Brightwell. And then Reese Opendorf had her coming out game the sectional against us. So, no, that's the thing about this South Ripley team. This has not been certainly the fullest roster that they have had, but I will say the varsity girls that have been out on the court for Coach Matt McNew, number one, they play awfully hard. We saw that at the Ripley County Tournament. And number two, it's a group that makes the most out of their minutes on the floor. They don't waste any time out there, but they've got their hands full with Jackson Dell here tonight. They don't care who gets the credit. They uh, share the ball well. And they follow the game plan. And, uh, of course, Matt McNew coached under Scott Smith back in the day, earlier in Scott Smith's career at Jacksonville. So that's part of Scott Smith's coaching tree. And I know those guys still have a a very close relationship. And uh, I'm sure that rivalry between the two of them, that personal rivalry comes out in a game like this tonight as well, the friendly rivalry. But so far tonight, both sides during senior night, during introductions, a lot of sportsmanship between the communities, and both communities turned out tonight as yeah, well, Rob. Really good crowd, uh, a little bit of rain and fog outside right now, but this is the game that you put on the calendar. It's a game that you circle, and you come out no matter the elements. So we're ready to go. Quick check of the fashion report. Jackson Dell and the visiting Columbia Blue. White letters and numbers. They are trimmed in the royal red. And for South Ripley, white uniforms. They got forest green letters and numbers. They are trimmed in black. And, yes, that is how we use the color terms in Ripley County. <laughs> Julia Meyer, Reese Obendorf square off for the jump ball. It's dipped into the backcourt by Reese to clear samples. And this game is underway. Jackson Dell opens in a 2-3 zone. Raiders attacking it four out, one in with Cornette on the baseline. Claire Samples has it out on the left wing. Brings it out between the circles of Reese Obendorf, and the Lady Raiders are going to be patient here in the early going. Would not be surprised if they can stay this patient. Expect this to be a low-scoring game. Gunner's first shot to no-go. Offensive rebound comes down to Lydia Cornette, kicks it back out to Samples. Raiders will reset. Reese has it on the wing, gives it out to Lydia Cornette. She fakes the jumper, drives, puts up the running one-hander, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. Give it over to the Eagles. 
that 2-3 zone right now looking almost like a 2-1-2. You're taking one of your bottom three. You're playing them in the middle. South Ripley's going to have to find ways to attack in the seams, though, in order for them to get out of that zone. In Jacksonville's first offensive possession, the Raiders open up in a 1-2-2 matchup zone here. Jacksonville goes into the paint with the basketball. It's kicked out of there into the hands of Caitlin Heiners. Heiners gives it out top to Julia Meyer. She drives down the right side into the paint. Puts it up right in front of the rim, drops it in for two. That's the first scoring of the ball game. That's one player you cannot allow Jacksonville to get going tonight. That's Meyer. Not only can she hurt you from the inside, but she's been known to take a few outside shots the last few weeks, too. Gunter has it on the far baseline, gives it out to Reese Obendorf on the wing. Reese dribbles out to the top, brings it around to Claire Samples. Back to Reese, top of the key. Reese dribbling the basketball, backs it out, now goes corner to Gunter, left side. Lexi Franklin well covered on the inside. Obendorf dribbling, kicks it out again on the baseline. Ball screened by Lydia Cornett. Tries to find Claire Samples on the back screen. Unable to connect. Turn it over to the Jacksonville Eagles. Well, I think one thing you got to look at for South Ripley, if they're going to play a girl in the middle of this Jacksonville zone, you still have to go attack it. But what the opposite side has to do, they've got to flare middle and get that little kick out on the cross court. Baseline with the basketball is Julia Meyer, left side, Eagles. Swing it out to the top to Reagan Hughes. Now into the hands of Kaylin Heiners. little inside-out action back over into the hands of Heiners. Left wing. Jacksonville five out against this zone, Rob. It's going to try and extend out this defense a little bit. Now they'll go and they'll put Meyer underneath. They've got the matchup with Franklin. That's what they're wanting to do, get the five out, then go with the one-on-one matchup underneath. Heiner swings it around perimeter to Kelsey Borgman. In the baseline corner, by three by Reagan Hughes is up and good. Put the Eagles on top five to nothing here in the early going. Nice-looking shot for the senior Hughes. Jacksonville stays in the zone. Reese Obendorf penetrates, kicks it out to Claire Samples. Samples spins, takes it in toward the paint, now picks up her dribble, finds Obendorf at the free throw line. Obendorf puts it on the ground, gets bumped, puts up a shot from 12 feet, no good. Nice offensive rebound by Claire Samples. Samples lays it off the glass for South Ripley's first two. Jackson Dell on top, 5-2. to two. Inside five minutes to play here in quarter number one. Eagles move it around the perimeter to Caitlin Heiner's right side. She brings it out on top to Julia Meyer. Meyer penetrates, kicks it out. Three on the way, right corner this time by Kelsey Borgman is no good. Rebound controlled by the Raiders. And here comes South Ripley with the basketball. It's Claire Samples across the timeline. Thanks for Jacksonville. You're probably okay with that shot. You got the penetration. You got the kick out on the extra pass. Raiders go high post to Cornette. She kicks it out. Now it's on the baseline to Franklin. Franklin puts up a 12-footer. It's no good. Jackson Dell comes out with the rebound, and the Eagles are pushing tempo here. They swing it around to the top to Hughes. Hughes kicks it out toward the left side. It's deflected. It'll go out of bounds. Keep it with the Eagles. 4-12 to play here in quarter number one. Jackson Dell on top 5-2 to two in this ORVC matchup. Eagles inbound it. Set their offense against this Raiders zone that is very spread out. Eagles find a cutting. Sophia Sullivan puts up a shot. No good. Rebound to Julia Meyer. Her putback no good. Coming out of there with it is Lydia Cornette for South Ripley. She gets it over to Claire Samples. Now Reese will bring it across the timeline. Gives it up to Susie Gunner, right wing. Reese gets it right baseline. Three on the way by Reese. Just long. Nice box out and rebound for Jacksonville. Sophia Sullivan 
And here come the Eagles. Rough sledding for South Ripley so far. 0 of 5 from the field to start. With the basketball for Jacksonville, Kelsey Borgman swings it around the perimeter. Right side into the hands of Kalen Heiners. They go inside, now kick it out on the baseline to Borgman. Borgman drives left side, puts it up, no good. Rebound battled for, knocked out of bounds. Off of Jacksonville, give it over to the Raiders. It's a good job by Franklin to step in on the baseline, create those arms up in the air, making her seem a lot taller than what she is. But it's been a really nice addition for South Ripley, playing really well defensively, along with those eight points per game she scores on the offensive end. 310 to play in the first quarter. Three-pointer up by South Ripley. Susie Gunner from the right wing is good, and the Raiders tie it at five. Jacksonville seems to be okay with allowing Gunner to take the shot. That's the third open look she's had. The second one she's taken, the first one she's made. Julia Meyer kicks it out. Three-pointer on the way by Reagan Hughes. Right wing is no good. Ball goes out of bounds. They will say keep it with Jacksonville. And Matt McNew and some of the Raider fans don't agree with that call, right? Well, I would think I would have to agree just based on the angle that we've got here tonight. Looked like it went off the hand of a Lady Eagle. And then Jacksonville for three as that one's put in for Heiners. Heiners drains it from the left corner off the inbound pass. Puts the Eagles back on top, eight to five. Two and a half to play here in the first quarter. Jacksonville shows a little bit of pressure. Little token pressure on the dribbler. Raiders handle it, getting across the timeline. Reese Obendorf has it. Gives it over to Gunther. She goes inside to Franklin. Franklin finds Obendorf on a cut to the basket. Reese banks it off the glass and drops it in for her first two of the game. Make it 8-7, to seven, Jacksonville. Had to make the zone collapse, and that allowed Franklin to dish that one off to a wide open Reese Obendorf. Jacksonville with the basketball. Reagan Hughes in the far corner has it. She kicks it cross court over into the hands of Kaylin Heiners. They go inside to Meyer. Meyer spins around the left block, puts up a little jump hook, no good. Lydia Cornett with the rebound for South Ripley, and she gets it quickly down court. Reese Obendorf now with it, back to Cornett. Lydia's going to let fly for a three right wing, no good. Offensive rebound controlled by South Ripley. They find Claire Samples on a cut. Claire splits the defenders, puts it up, no good. Rebound controlled by Jackson Dell. Quickly down floor for the Eagles on a cut to the basket. It's Sophia Sullivan. And Sullivan lays it off the glass for her first two. Eagles go on top 10-7. To yeah, I think South Ripley that time was a little bit more concerned with thinking there should have been a foul call, and that allowed Sullivan to get behind the defense. Officials letting this one go early on. Obendorf knocks down another one. Five points for Obendorf as she drains a three out of the right corner to tie this one at 10 with one minute to play here in quarter number one. Jackson Dell on the offensive attack. Sullivan penetrates, now kicks. They swing it left side to Kelsey Borgman. Out on top to Hughes. Between the circles, she goes right side. They take it all the way down into the baseline. Sullivan drives, puts up a shot inside. It's no good. Rebound controlled by South Ripley. Could have been a little contact on that one as well, Rob. But like you said, they are letting him play on both sides. There's already been 22 shot attempts between these two teams in this first quarter. It's been a fast-moving first quarter. 30 seconds to play in that quarter. South Ripley has it. We're all tied up at 10. Reese Obendorf in the right corner with it, looking to go inside to Franklin on the right block. Lexi with the catch. Turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound controlled by Sullivan. Sullivan tries to go coast-to-coast. Puts up the shot right side. No good. Claire Samples on the rebound with 12 seconds left. Claire 
Dribbling, gets it to Reese across the timeline. They go ahead to Gunter in the left corner. Goes inside with it, tries to find Franklin. It's knocked away with three seconds. Putting it up from half court with a second left. It goes out of bounds. That was Kaylin Heiners who thought she had a little less time than she had, Rob. It goes out of bounds with two-tenths of a second left. South Ripley will inbound it under the Jacksonville basket. Lydia Cornette will catch it. Let the buzzer run out. And we have reached the end of quarter number one. We're all tied up at 10 here in this battle for the ORVC Conference chair of the championship. We'll be back after this 60-second timeout with more. You're listening to High School Girls Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. Immerse yourself in outdoor bliss with Nobby Mower Shop in Batesville. Your green haven awaits with top brands like John Deere, Grasshopper Mowers, and more. Explore John Deere compact tractors from 23 to 100 horsepower. Perfect for any lawn. Financing available, too. Nobby Mower Shop, 40 years strong, offers pickup, delivery, certified technicians, and parts. Your dream outdoor space starts here. Nobby Mower Shop, turning lawns into havens. Visit today and let the transformation begin. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Great Plains Communications, Mary Huntington Allstate Insurance, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings alongside Rob LaFerry. I'm Rob Moorhead. Glad you've joined us here for a good ORVC matchup between South Ripley and Jackson Dell. Jackson Dell gets the first possession of quarter number two. We're all tied up at 10. And the Eagles attacking this South Ripley zone. They go baseline left side to Reagan Hughes. Reagan sees a lane to the basket, drives in, puts up a shot, no good. Rob, I think we're going to get our first uh, free throws of the evening. That we are. So South Ripley will be whistled first of the quarter, and it goes against number 15, Lydia Cornett. So Hughes is at the free throw line. She's been solid from there so far this season. Up and good on free throw number one for Reagan Hughes. Solid, as in 74% from the line, 77 for 104 coming in. Got them both. Five points on the night for Reagan Hughes. Averages 13 a ball game. Jackson Dell goes out on top, 12 to 10. Couple buckets to go down. Shooting numbers ice cold for both these teams. Jackson Dell 4 of 13 in the first quarter. South Ripley 4 of 11. South Ripley continues to move the ball around the perimeter against this Eagle 2-1-2 zone. Right now it's in the hands of Claire Samples, way outside on the left wing. She brings it out top to Reese Obendorf. Reese drives down toward the right block, kicks it out to Susie Gunner. Three on the way, no good. Rebound offensively controlled by Claire Samples. Claire's going to drive to the basket, tries to kick it in to Lydia Cornett, but it's knocked away and stolen, and Jackson Dell pushing tempo again. They get it quickly down court. Driving, putting up a shot from the right side is Sophia Sullivan. It's no good. Rebound controlled by Claire Samples. Sophia may have gotten away with steps in there, Rob. I would have to agree. 
No call, nothing hurt as the Raiders come out with the basketball. South Ripley down by two here in the second quarter. Lydia Cornett has it near the block, kicks it out to Claire Samples. Three on the way out of the right corner, no good. Rebound controlled by Jackson Dell's Kalen Heiners. Heiners across the timeline on the dribble. Dribbles down toward the right baseline. Now she'll swing it back around. They bring it all the way left side to Borgman. South Ripley stays in the 1-2-2 zone. With the basketball is Sullivan. She goes high post with it into Meyer. Meyer, nice bounce pass, tries to go inside to Heiners. It's knocked away, then picked up by Sullivan. Sullivan puts it up in the paint. She ends up on the ground. Shot is no good, but a whistle and a foul, Rob, will send Sullivan to the free throw line for two. And bad news for South Ripley. That's going to be the second on Lydia Cornette, team second. Coach Matt McNew wants an explanation. I'm not sure if it's over the actual foul or who they called the foul on. I don't think anything is going to change on that as Matt McNew calls Claire Samples over to talk to her. First free throw up and good by Sophia Sullivan. She's a 63% free throw shooter coming in. Her third point of the night puts Jackson Dell on top 13-10 to with 6-11 to play here in the first half. Eagles as a team shoot 72% from the field as that one's no good. Rebound controlled by Lexi Franklin. Coming down South Ripley's way, they're doing exactly what they need to do. Samples fires away, no good. They're getting open looks. They're penetrating and using the extra pass to kick out. But right now, just nothing going from the field. Heiners control the rebound. Eagles get it quickly down floor to Kelsey Borgman. Borgman catches it on the run and lays it in from the left side for two. Eagles on top 15-10. to 10. Ties their biggest lead of the game when they were on top five to nothing in the early going. All five stars for Jacksonville have now scored tonight. Gunter has it in the right corner, brings it out on the top to Samples, left side now in the hands of Cornette. Back to Susie Gunter, right wing. Claire Samples with it, swings it over to Obendorf. Reese dribbling top of the key, brings it over to Gunter. Gunter drives, kicks it out to Claire. Back to Obendorf. Reese gets in toward the paint, out to Claire. Three on the way out of the corner, long. Rebound battled for Reese Obendorf, had it, lost it. Now it's loose, Jackson Dell comes out with it. Here comes Heiners heading down court. Claire Samples able to deflect it from behind, out of bounds. Keep it with Jackson Dell, but a nice hustle play by Claire. Yeah, absolutely. That's just a really good heads-up play for a freshman to make, being able to sprint down the floor, knock the basketball away. Now that defense can get set up in the half court against Jackson Dell in the inbound. They inbound. It's Kelsey Borgman throws it inside to Heiner. Nice tap out. Heiner's shot is blocked out of there by Cornette. Out to Reese Obendorf. Reese drives in, puts it up off the right block. It's good, and she is fouled. Obendorf now leading all scores with seven. Could be eight. And first foul on Reagan Hughes. First Jackson Dell foul tonight. And we got a substitution coming in for South Ripley as Emily Parks will check in. Cornette heads to the bench with those two fouls. Reese Obendorf made a nice move playing through contact. Contact, I should say, kept her eyes up on the backboard, banked it in, goes to the free throw line and completes the three-point play. Eight points now for Reese. Raiders cut the lead by Jackson Dell to two, 15 to 13. Inside five minutes to play in the half. Jackson Dell on the offensive attack. There's a no-doubter foul as Reagan Hughes 
drives it in, puts it up from the left block. No good, but she'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. South Ripley's done a really good job of being very physical on that baseline drive that Jacksonville's trying to make. They give credit to Jacksonville as well. They don't mind the physicality, and they've done a much better job of getting themselves to the free throw line. Hughes makes the first, and you know what? When shots from the field aren't falling, these free throws become crucial and get a little bit of momentum your side offensively. Coach Smith has to be pleased with how they are attacking the rim, Rob. They're not settling for three-pointers, but looking for those opportunities to attack the basket. Second free throw, no good by Hughes. South Ripley gets the rebound. They get it down court quickly. Claire Samples has it in the left corner. I thought she double-dribbled. They say no. Back to Reese Obendorf. Three on the way is short. Rebound controlled by Jackson Dell. That's Kalen Heiners bringing it out, and Jackson Dell again Throws the long pass, gets it down court quickly. Heiners gets it back from Borgman, and Heiners lays it in for two. Five points for Kalen. Jackson Dell back on top by five. I think that's actually going to be Meyer with two. My bad. I called that wrong. Thank you, Rob. Julia Meyer laid that one in. 22, not 32. South Ripley's. Susie Gunter puts up a three right wing is no good. Offensive rebound to Parks. Now she's tied up by Sophia Sullivan, and they will say the jump ball situation is the call. Keep it with South Ripley, Rob. I thought Jackson Dell, who's, you said, doing a really good job of attacking the basket. South Ripley the last couple minutes is straight away from that. They've settled for those outside shots. They're there. Parks will throw up one. That one's short. Offensive rebound to Reese Obendorf. Her put back no good, but Reese is fouled, and she'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. Going to go against number 20, Sophia Sullivan, her first team second. Again, eight points already for Obendorf tonight. Could be nine and ten. Got the first one, nothing but net. Worth noting for South Ripley, offensively, they have already attempted 12 threes in this first half. They've made just two. And that's really the game that Scott Smith wants to force them into is making them stand out behind the arc and shoot those threes. Reese perfect from the free throw line with her 10th point. Make it 18-15. Jackson Dell with the ball and the three-point lead as we have 340 to play here in the first half. Eagles moving the basketball. Sullivan has it. She goes high post trying to find Myers. Knocked away and stolen by Obendorf. Reese dribbling down into the paint, shot up and good, and a foul. Reese Obendorf has a chance for her second three-point play of the evening, Rob. So not only is that the first turnover of the night for Jackson Dell, but it allows South Ripley to get within one and possibly tie it. Savannah Steele coming in for Jackson Dell, and that means that I believe Kalen Heiners will take a seat. Heiners did pick up that foul. That's her first. As Reese steps back to the free throw line, looking for her 13th point on the evening, and she got it. And that's going to prompt Scott Smith to take a 30-second timeout. 3.31 to go here in the first half. We are tied at 18. Jacksonville, a couple five-point leads here in this first half, but South Ripley has battled back each time. They have, Rob, and that's been the thing about Coach Matt McNew's team. They find themselves getting down. They constantly battle back. And I know Coach McNew's got to be talking a little bit about, look, we don't want to let them have opportunities to penetrate against our zone quite as much as they are. And secondly, 
we got to get back on defense. Jackson Dell taking advantage of the long outlet pass, beating South Ripley back down the floor. Well, and what's happening is they've thrown the long pass. South Ripley's been able to get a defender back, but by that time, whoever's the receiver on the pass has got the ball. They can very easily just rip it through, go opposite side, and go lay one in. So that's been a real bread-and-butter offense for Jackson Dell in transition off of rebounds. Plus, as you said, they've continued to attack the rim here in this first half. South Ripley's got to get back to an offense where they're being patient. You're trying to work it inside. You're track the middle of the zone. Then you can make the kick out. But that attack has got to be there in the seams again. One of the things Coach McNew's doing as the timeout is over is he is switching up to a 2-3 zone now instead of that 1-2-2. Provide a little more coverage inside. It's going to give Lexi Franklin that post area, Rob, to take care of defensively. Well, when you've only got a couple players down low in the zone, it, it, it's a lot of ground to cover if there's only two. Franklin can now stay put in the middle. That gives her pretty much exclusive man-to-man coverage on Meyer, but then they get pushed too far up there on the baseline. Savannah Steele slides right in and gets one up off the glass for two. Nice cross-court pass to find Savannah Steele. South Ripley gets it down court quickly, and Susie Gunter lets fly with three from the right wing. It's no good. Here come the Eagles on the attack. Reagan Hughes has it. She'll dribble it out between the circles, swing it over to the right side to Sullivan. Sullivan's going to back it out now near the center circle and reset the offense as Scott Smith calling out what he wants to run against this 2-3 zone on this possession. Kelsey Borgman has it in the center circle, goes right side to Sullivan. And now Scott Smith's going to take a 30-second timeout. The chess match continues here, Rob, as Coach McNew called the earlier timeout, switched his defense. Now Coach Smith calling a timeout to say, okay, if he's going to run that, then we're going to do this. Most likely, a lot of times, you'll now see Coach McNew switch that defense again as the chess match continues. You know that from your time on the sidelines as well. Well, I think one thing that happened when you saw that Steele was able to go and slide underneath, what he did, he pinched things back up underneath. But then what Coach McNew's done here in the first half, he's went out of the the 2-1-2, the 2-3. At times, he's playing what looks to be like a 1-3-1 zone. So what they're doing is they're taking one from the bottom. They're putting them in the middle. So it's a lot of coverage out on top. And for whatever reason, Jacksonville just a little stale and not in attack mode against that when, quite frankly, if they make one or two passes, reverse the ball, you got a chance to go attack those lanes and get a two. And as expected, South Ripley does switch into the 1-2-2. So now Jacksonville sets up their offense again in the corner is Sullivan, far side. Cross courts it to Borgman. They go high post to Meyer. Nice pass inside to Steele, but there to block. The shot attempt is... Samples and Claire Samples comes out of there with a basketball for South Ripley. We're inside two minutes to play here in the first half. Raiders on top. Excuse me, Raiders trailing in this one, 20 to 18. Franklin has it. Goes baseline to Samples. Samples drives now, kicks it out. Finds Gunter. Now they swing it around right side to Parks. Straight on top to Reese Obendorf. Franklin steps out for a three left wing. It's short. Rebound controlled by Jackson Dell. Kelsey Borgman across the timeline, down to the baseline to Sullivan, left side. Sullivan cross-courts it, and now they bring it out top to Reagan Hughes. Back to Sullivan. Sullivan attacks into the paint. We got a whistle, and Sullivan called for the double dribble. Give it back to South Ripley. Scott Smith wanting an explanation on the call. That's just the second Jacksonville turnover here tonight. Been a pretty clean ball game in terms of turnovers. Two for Jacksonville, three for South Ripley. 
115 to play first half. South Ripley with the ball trailing by two. Heiners is back in for Jackson Dell. She came in for seal. Raiders five out motion against this 2-3 zone. They take it left side to Parks. Parks goes baseline with it to Gunter. Gunter thought about the three, now kicks it out to Obendorf at the one-minute mark. Reese goes cross-court to Parks, now inside to Reese. Reese spins in the paint, turnaround jumper up, and she got it. Reese Obendorf with all the South Ripley points in this quarter, 10 of them, and Reese has 15 for the ball game, tying this game at 20. Used attacks the left baseline. Borgman, I should say, for Jackson Dell attacks for the left baseline. Her shot up, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. They'll say off of South Ripley. Keep with Jackson Dell, 37 seconds left in the half. Just the third offensive rebound for Jackson Dell. South Ripley winning the rebounding battle, which we'll talk about that coming up at halftime. Jackson Dell inbounds. They get it to Sullivan. Trying to find Reagan Hughes off a of back screen on the left in the left corner. But the ball thrown out of bounds. Give it back to South Ripley. 33 seconds. Rob Matt McNew may play for one here. Well, if you're going to make the pass, you need to just go ahead and make sure that Hughes is seeing it. Her head nowhere near where the passer was, and that one just goes out of bounds. 25 seconds. Parks has it. Left wing. She tries to go inside and finds Gunter. Gunter puts up a little turnaround shot from the left block. It's no good, but a whistle and a foul. And Susie will go to the free throw line to shoot two. It's going to go against number 22, Julia Meyer, her first and the team's fourth. I've liked the last couple possessions. I like this move to go to the five-out motion because what South Ripley is doing, they're going with a pass and a cut. That's just creating some motion, making this defense have to shift a little bit more. The last two possessions, South Ripley's been able to go back in and attack. First free throw by Gunter, no good. She's a 63% free throw shooter on the year. Math says she'll make the second one, and she does. That's four for Susie Gunter on the night. The Raiders take a 21-20 lead. Jackson Dell with the ball, 13 seconds left. Back and forth between Hughes and Borgman. Hughes has it. Back to Borgman. Back to Hughes with six. Long three on the way by Hughes off the back rim. No good. Reese Obendorf with the rebound with two seconds to half court. Throws it ahead to Parks as the buzzer sounds to hand half number one in the South Ripley Raiders. We'll head into the locker room with a 21-20 lead over the Jacksonville Eagles. We're going to take a timeout and come back with our halftime show right after this. You're listening to ORBC Girls High School Basketball Action on Country 103.9 WRBI, WRBIRadio.com. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. 
Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Thank you very much, John Heil. Back in the studio, Rob Moorhead, Rob LaFerry with you here. The Jacksonville Eagles and South Ripley Raiders. And a good old good one here is South Ripley goes to the locker room, the 21-20 halftime lead. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Ison's Family Pizza. SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Brunswick Gutzweiler, J.C. Bank, and Margaret Mary Health. Jacksonville got off to a 5 nothing lead in this game before South Ripley came roaring back to tie it at 5, and the teams played it pretty well even through the end of the first quarter, both going in to that quarter break, tied at 10-10. South Ripley getting 10 points in the quarter from Reese Obendorf out of their 11 in the quarter. Jacksonville only getting 10 in quarter number two, and that's the one-point difference for South Ripley here at the half. We'll kick it over to Rob LaFerry and let him run through all the pertinent halftime statistics for you, Rob. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the individual numbers first. First for Jacksonville. They're being led in scoring by Reagan Hughes. She's got a total of six points. Three points apiece from Kaylin Heiners and Sophia Sullivan. Julia Meyer has added four points to the cause. Kelsey Borgman with two. And then Savannah Steele off the bench with two points. For South Ripley, out of the 21 points they have scored, 15 have come from senior Reese Opendorf. As Rob says, she had 10 points alone in the second quarter. Other scores for South Ripley, Susie Gunner's got four. Claire Samples has got a total of two. Taking a look at the team stats for Jacksonville, they are right now shooting just 7 of 20 from the field. They are 2 of 4 from three-point range, but currently they are 5 of 16 from inside the arc, and they are 4 of 6 from the free-throw line. Rebounding numbers for Jacksonville, a total of 14, three of those on the offensive end. Three turnovers, three points off of turnovers, three second-chance points, and a total of 10 points in the paint. For South Ripley, the shooting numbers for them, opposite of Jacksonville, because things from two-point range are good, three-point range, not so good. South Ripley, 5 of 10 from two-point range, but they are 2 of 14 from the three-point line. When you put it all together, it's a 7 of 24 mark. Free throw line, they are 5 of 6 are the Lady Raiders. They are currently winning the rebounding advantage by 20 to 13. 13 offensive or 13 defensive rebounds rather, 7 on the offensive end. Other team stats for South Ripley, 3 turnovers, 4 points off of turnovers, 4 second chance points and just like Jacksonville, a total of 10 points in the paint. When you put it all together, South Ripley a one-point lead at 21-20. to 20. Thank you very much, Rob. Fantastic job on those statistics here in the first half. We're going to take another break here in our halftime show, and we'll come back with more right after this. South Ripley on top of Jacksonville, 21-20 to 20 at the half on Country 103.9 WRBI and WRBIRadio.com. 
Affinity Graphics and Tees, your number one supplier of fine screen printed and embroidered apparel, is a proud supporter of high school athletics. With Affinity Graphics and Tees, you can create and sell your own designs online anytime. Design cool custom apparel and t-shirts for your team, fundraiser, bachelor party, or even reunion. With hundreds of styles and colors to choose from, visit Affinity Graphics and Tees online design studio at shopaffinitygraphics.com. Or call 812-363-4379. J.C. Bank is now open in Greensburg at 1035 North Lincoln Street, bringing over a century of community banking to you. J.C. Bank supports local high school sports teams, helping young athletes thrive for stronger communities. They offer top-notch banking, investments, and trust services. Whether you need a mortgage or business banking, J.C. Bank is here for you. Learn more at jcbank.com. J.C. Bank, the bank for your street, not Wall Street. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Is a baby in your future? At Margaret Mary Health, they know that having a baby can be one of the most exciting, yet also nervous, times of your life. That's why Margaret Mary Health offers expectant parents free prenatal classes and breastfeeding support. There's nothing more special than bringing a new life into this world. Let Margaret Mary Health help make it as perfect as possible. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org. That's mmhealth.org. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And tonight's game brought to you in part by Fleetwood Chevrolet, Hurt and Elko, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Nobby Mower Shop. Rob Moorhead, Rob LaFerry with you here. This is the second game we're bringing you on WRBI tonight. Well, let's, let's clarify that. Second game in about a little less than a quarter of a game as uh, Jim... Williams went down to pick up where the South Dearborn East Central game left off. A game we were bringing you last Wednesday night before a medical emergency in the stands brought that game uh, to a suspension. Jim went down to finish that one up. And the South Dearborn Knights, the boys basketball program, gets a 62-48 victory over the East Central Trojans in that one. And Rob, really, the story from that whole event was the life-saving efforts of the trainer, Jacob Steinmetz, um, nurse in the stands, uh, Tara Cutter, who came out to help, assistant principal Kurt Borntrager, who got the AED and all working together. They saved a life that day at the ball game. And fortunately, uh, the fan who uh, suffered the cardiac arrest that night is home and recovering and, and doing much better, Rob. It really was a success story and a very scary night. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you take a look at the continuation today, I, I imagine because you had a ball game that's three-quarters of the way through, it's, it's a hard one to get up for, and I'm sure even for the players, kind of still seeing that in your head from the other night, still going to be around. You know, even think about the Buffalo Bills with DeMar Hamlin and the trauma that they went through and you know, having to go and try and play football the week after that. But, uh, no, you're right. Kudos to all those involved at South Dearborn, an outstanding response from a variety of people, not just with the medical staff but with the administration too, and really, uh, you know, a big kudos to the teams and the ADs for being able to come back, schedule the continuation of that one, and get it in. So for South Dearborn, it's a win tonight. And for that program, I know a couple losses as of late for the Knights, a good win for them against a rival in East Central. Indeed. Well, Rob, in this game here between two rivals, it has conference implications. If folks weren't with us early in the game, 
The winner of this game is going to get at least a share. Why don't you run down what the ORVC girls basketball race looks like? Well, going into last week, you had a pair of unbeaten teams in the ORVC. You had Jackson Dell at 4-0 and South Ripley at 4-0. But last week on Thursday night, Southwestern upset South Ripley in overtime. And now it stands Jackson Dell 4-0, South Ripley 4-1, Southwestern. Four and one. So the winner of this one tonight does go to five and one in the ORVC, and then Southwestern will play Jacksonville on Thursday. So if Southwestern would happen to beat Jacksonville, they then clinch a share of the ORVC title as well. But still, the question to remain: Would they share it if they win with Jacksonville? or with South Ripley. Could be the case that Jacksonville at least gets to share tonight if they pick up the victory, but still, then Thursday's the situation. Do we want to share it with Southwestern? Do we want to come out, put our foot on the gas pedal, and win this ORVC title outright? And, of course, if you're South Ripley, you do not want Jacksonville to have that opportunity here after this second half of play. We've got 16 minutes of basketball, and it will make that picture a little more clear uh, when this one is over. Timeout is over. Jacksonville will get first possession here. Eagles will be going from our left to our right. As Rob and I look at it from our vantage point in the top row of the South Ripley gym in behind the score bench, Jacksonville comes out against this South Ripley zone. Raiders open up in what looks like a 1-3-1 here. Jacksonville gets at the high post to Kaitlin Hinders. Now the ball's knocked away and loose. Lydia Cornett dives on the basketball along with Kaylin Heiners, and that jump ball will give it right back over to South Ripley. Well, there's that defensive switch for South Ripley, and Coach Matt McNew really mixed it up between the 3-2, the 2-3, and now you've got that 1-3-1 they've sprinkled in as well. South Ripley with a chance to extend the lead, and now Jacksonville looks like Jacksonville's going to match up a little bit. Indeed they are, and most importantly, they're face-guarding Reese Obendorf. Jacksonville putting Sophia Sullivan on her. Reese gets it. Kicks it out to Susie Gunner. South Ripley will reset. That's They're actually I mean. playing a triangle That's, in two uh-huh. here. I was going to say, right now, you've got a defender on Obendorf, and it looks like they're going to go ahead and chase samples as well. Obendorf and samples have chasers. The other three playing his own. Now, Reese gets it out between the circles, and Reese says, bring it on, and she's dribbling. Gets rid of it to Gunter, finds Cornette on the right wing. Cornette drives baseline, kicks it over to Claire. Claire spins down near the block, picks it up, hands it back to Cornette. There's Franklin with it, top of the key. She kicks it out to Gunter. Three on the way, right wing, off the back rim, and Jacksonville gets the rebound. Eagles again with a long outlet pass, getting it ahead to Reagan Hughes, and we got a whistle and a foul on the far side, and I think that may be three on Cornette. That is the case. Third on Cornette, first of the quarter for South Ripley. And now South Ripley's going to pack back into a 2-3. 21-20 is our score. They go high post to Heiners. Turnaround jump shot. Make that Julia Meyer. Turnaround jump shot up and no good. Franklin controls the rebound for South Ripley. Raiders get it to Franklin at the free throw line. She dribbles, kicks it out to Lydia. Lydia puts up from 15, and she got it. Lydia Cornett gets her first basket of the evening. Make it 23-20. Raiders on top by three. Sullivan has it for Jacksonville. Hughes open for three on the wing, and she got it. Third made three. And now Jacksonville three of five from three-point range. Reagan Hughes, a 35% free throw, three, three-point shooter coming in, makes that one. South Ripley, Claire Samples has it right wing. 
player loses her balance, falls down on the basketball. She's tied up for a jump ball, and that'll give it back to the Jacksonville Eagles. Well, Jacksonville now playing the triangle in two. South Ripley looking a little bit confused. Now, I will say Jacksonville did the exact same defense against Batesville in the county tourney a few weeks ago. And for Batesville, they were able to have a couple other kids away from those being chased, step up and deliver. And now Reagan Hughes getting hot from the three-point line, a second made three. Almost the same spot on that left wing as Reagan Hughes knocks it in. She's got 12 points now. South Ripley comes down court. Cornette has it. She's driving around the right side, and it's knocked out of her hands, off her leg, and out of bounds. Give it back over to the Jacksonville Eagles, and Matt McNew is going to take a 30-second timeout to try to stop the bleeding here as the Eagles have taken a 26-23 lead on back-to-back three-pointers by Reagan Hughes, Rob. Well, Jacksonville's picked their spots to shoot the three-point shot tonight, so they've got that going for them right now. Both field goals have been threes here in the third quarter, but I think right now that defensive switch that Jacksonville has made going to the triangle and two really has this South Ripley offense out of whack because not only are you getting the ball out of Reese Opendorf's hands, but also samples is being eliminated as well. You've got Cornette out there still. She has to be careful with how aggressive she can be because of the three fouls. And then you've got Gunner who struggled from the field tonight and Franklin looking awfully fatigued so far here this evening. The only sub that's been coming in for South Ripley tonight has been Parks. She came in briefly for Cornette. So these other four for South Ripley in the starting lineup, they have yet to get a breather here in the game tonight. Going all out. Both these teams are trying to get a share of that conference championship. Timeout is over. South Ripley comes back in the 2-1-2 now. Out on top is Julia Meyer. Meyer finds a lane to the basket, puts it up in front of the rim. No good. Might have been deflected by Franklin. Now Meyer gets it back, steals it away from Reese Obendorf, and Meyer takes it in and lays it up for two. South Ripley on the inbound, and they throw it out of bounds, and the Raiders have turned it over four straight times here, Rob. Four turnovers already, and they had just three in the first half. So a total now of seven. This could be a real big possession here. Jacksonville can get another bucket. 28-23, Eagles a five-point lead in the basketball inside five minutes to play here in quarter number three. Borgman has it right wing. She goes out on top to Heiners. Heiners swings it around left side. Now they get it back in the hands of Kelsey Borgman. Borgman brings it right side to Sullivan. Cross-court pass, long three on the way by Borgman, no good. Rebound battled for Sullivan comes up with it inside. She steps through two defenders, puts it up, no good. But a whistle and a foul, and Sullivan will head to the free-throw line to shoot two. It's going to be number 10. That's Susie Gunner. That is her first foul. What's hurting South Ripley right now defensively is the fact that you've got Cornette at the top of that defense. She can't foul, so Jacksonville knows it. They're attacking that side, getting easy looks at the bucket. First free throw for Sullivan is good. Four points on the evening for Sullivan, a 63% free throw shooter coming in. Makes it 29-23 Jacksonville. Sullivan lines up free throw number two. Off the back rim, no good. Rebound taken away by Lydia Cornette. Lydia hands it off to Reese Obendorf. Reese back to Lydia right side. Lydia driving to the block, puts up a little jump hook, no good. Rebound controlled by Meyer, and here come the Eagles. Meyer out of there with it on the dribble across the timeline. Tries to kick it out on the baseline to Borgman. Throws it out of bounds, give it back to the Raiders. Eight turnovers now in this quarter. Make it seven combined for the two teams. That time, that was just a bad pass by Meyer, and she knew it too. 
Jackson Dell showing a little pressure here. Basically, the two people who are chase, chasing samples and it's a full court pursuit. Obendorf continued to do that in the full court. Triangle and two here for Jackson Dell. With the ball now is Reese Obendorf, right wing. Reese going against Sophia. Sullivan there kicks it out to Gunter. Gunter puts up a three from the right wing and she gets it. Big basket for South Ripley as Gunter drops it in to make it 29-26. Gunter has seven. Jackson Dells Borgman left wing takes it down to the baseline to Sullivan. Sullivan attacks into the paint, kicks it out right side to Heiners. Heiners drives to the baseline, drops it off to Meyer inside. Meyer shot off the backboard, no good. Reese comes out of there with it for South Ripley. Reese loses the handle at the top of the key, now goes down to the floor to get it, kicks it out to Gunner. Gunner hands it off to Reese, left wing. Reese dribbles once, now needs to get rid of it, does so over to Cornette. She's going to let fly from three. It's no good, but she gets her own rebound. Lydia kicks it out to Reese Obendorf, and Reese will back it out for South Ripley. Matt McNew shouting instructions. Reese picks up her dribble, goes right side to Gunther. Baseline, Cornette, 12 feet out, knocks it in. Good patience offensively. Starting to find a couple players who can hit some shots for you away from Samples and Obendorf being chased. Four points in the quarter and in the game for Lydia Cornette. Raiders cut the lead to one, 29-28. Jackson Dell on the attack. It's Borgman with it. Swings it over left side to Meyer. Meyer way out on that left wing being guarded by Samples. Now gets into the paint. Puts it up from 10 feet, no good, but it'll be a whistle and a foul. Going to send Julia Meyer to the free throw line. Well, Franklin had her back to Meyer, and Franklin whistled for the foul. Meyer just ran right into her. Not sure if I 100% agree with that call, but nonetheless, Meyer's at the free throw line. First free throw opportunities for her this evening. 80% coming in, Rob. 123 for 153, and she missed that one. She's got six points on the evening. Cornette's going to come out for South Ripley. Aubrey Warner checks in for the first time tonight. Meyer lines up free throw number two, and this one she gets. Give her seven on the evening. 2.36 to play. Eagles on top by two here in the third quarter. Gunter across the timeline, dribbling to the right. Now we'll back out near the volleyball line over to Warner on the right wing. Back out to Gunter. Triangle and two with two chasers still being played here by the Eagles. South Ripley's playing it offensively perfectly because you're throwing samples and Opendorf on the baseline, but it's going to be up to the other three to attack and work against the triangle. Gunter has it on the far wing, gives it at the tie post and to Lexi Franklin, but it's knocked away by Sullivan. Sullivan comes down court with it for the Eagles. Now she'll spin it out. And give it over to Meyer. They swing it all the way around the perimeter over to Hughes on the left side. She brings it back out to Heiners. Hughes open from her spot. Three on the way. And she got it again. Her third three of the quarter. Give her 12. Make it 15 on the game. And it's a five-point lead again for the Eagles. 33-28. Two of her three-point shots in this third quarter have came after South Ripley turnovers. Right side. Aubrey Werner has it. Werner brings it out to Franklin. Lexi with it, now takes it to Claire. Claire attacking that right block, spins off the glass, and she got it. Nice move for the freshman, Claire Samples. Her fourth point of the night cuts the lead back to three. Hughes has it, this time being guarded by Samples. Hughes spins, nice bounce pass inside. Finds Sullivan on the right block for two. 
Sullivan with six on the ball game. Back to a five-point lead for Jackson Dell. Well, all that defense coming over because Hughes is right there on the outside. She takes advantage of the over-aggressiveness and dumps it off to Sophia. Aubrey Warner with the basketball. Goes right side to Gunter. Gunter goes back baseline to Aubrey. Aubrey turns around from 10 feet. It's short. Follows her shot. Her putback is up and good. Great job by the sophomore following her shot and putting it in for two, 35-32. Julia Meyer has it for the Eagles. South Ripley looking to match up here. Actually, they're just repositioning in this zone, Rob. They're going to the 1-2-2 again. Jackson Dell's going to play for one as we're inside 30 seconds to play down to 20 now in quarter number three. I think it's safe to say looking at both of these teams on the floor right now with limited substitutions, both of these teams are gassed. Ten seconds to play in the quarter. They go high post to Meyer. Meyer spins, two dribbles into the paint, shot up no good. Battling for the rebound with Lexi Franklin. It'll be a held ball. And that will give over to South Ripley with four seconds to go in the quarter. Lydia Cornett checks back in. Let's see what the Raiders can do with these final four seconds. They'll inbound underneath the Jackson Dell basket, needing to go the length of the floor. Samples throws it in, gets it into Franklin at the volleyball line. Two dribbles across the timeline, trying to find Gunter down in near the lane area, but the ball is knocked away and the buzzer sounds and we've reached the end of the third quarter and it's now the Jacksonville Eagles holding on to a 35-32 lead over South Ripley. Take a 60 second timeout. Come back with fourth quarter action right after this. You're listening to the Sports Voice. Country 103.9 WRBI. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup and Char sliced sausage. Our sausage is a sliced mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com or downtown. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Hey, Roach, John Heil back in the studio running the board for us tonight. Rob LaFerry and Rob Moorhead with you here tonight. 35-32, Rob Jackson-Dell with the lead. They outscored South Ripley 15-11 in that quarter. It's going to be a foot race to the finish. Both teams awfully tired heading into this fourth quarter. Three ball, a big aid for Jacksonville. Reagan Hughes, three triples in the third quarter for nine points. Hughes has it in the corner for Jacksonville as they get first possession. They try to find Sullivan down on the left block on the cross-court pass. Nice job by Claire Samples to knock it out of bounds. Keep it with the Eagles. Second time tonight that she has slid down that baseline and got a deflection. Just a real heads up play again. Just a freshman this year. Eagles inbound under their own basket. Borgman will trigger it in. Finds Hughes in the right corner. Hughes drives into the paint, kicks it out, swinging around to Borgman. Three on the way, left wing, in and out. Rebound battled for, 
with the putback is Meyer. Her putback is no good. Still being battled for. This time, it's going to be a foul, and I think it'll go against Jackson Dell. Turn it over to South Ripley. Now I think some fans for South Ripley wanted the foul on Julia Meyer with a bump in the back on the rebound, but regardless, South Ripley gets possession back. Meyer does end up getting whistled for a foul, and that'll be her second. South Ripley trailing by three with the basketball. Lydia Cornett goes high post, gets it right back. Lydia lets fly from three on the right wing. It's no good. Julia Meyer with the rebound for Jackson Dell. Tries to kick it ahead to Hughes. Let her just a little too far. Threw it out of bounds. Give it back to South Ripley and rob this triangle in two. Held Reese Obendorf scoreless in that third quarter. She had 15 in the first half. Well, they were chasing Obendorf and samples between the two. Just two points there in the third. Lydia Cornett across the timeline to Gunther in the right corner. Back out to Lydia. Back to Gunther. They play catch. Now they go inside to Lexi Franklin. Her turnaround jumper is no good. It goes out of bounds. And the officials will say that's Jackson Dell Ball. Much to the dismay of Matt McNew and the Raider fans. 7.05 to play in the game. Eagles with the ball and a three-point advantage. Bob Myers said it should have been South Ripley ball, so Bob says it has to be true. <laughs> Coach right under the basket. He's got a good view of it. Jackson Dell with the basketball. They go high post to Myers. She kicks it out to use Left side down to Borgman in the corner. Borgman finds a lane to the basket. Stops, pops. Drops it in off the bank board for two. Kelsey Borgman, her fourth point of the evening. First point she's had since the second quarter. South Ripley goes baseline to Susie Gunner. Gunner takes it down, spins, gives it to Lexi Franklin at the free throw line. Lexi, one dribble, finds Cornette. Cornette drives, tries to go up the left hand, no good. Franklin with the rebound, looks to go back up, and it's whistled out of bounds, and they will say off of Lexi. Give it back to Jackson Dell. Rob, the last two times, Matt McNews just pulled samples and Reese Obendorf over to the left side, basically playing three on three with the other two. And again, that's what you got to do. You got to put them on the baseline because that's going to take two defenders out of the way for you, and then the rest of the three are going to have to try and attack the triangle. Southerway has done it a couple times. It hasn't been real consistent yet about doing so. Raiders stay back in their zone. Six minutes to play. Jackson Dell, a five point lead with the basketball. Reagan Hughes has it out near the center circle, takes it left side. And we've got a whistle as the ball was thrown over to the sideline there. A whistle and a timeout will be called by Scott Smith. 30-second timeout. We'll keep it right here. And, Rob, what's the strategy Scott Smith wants to talk about right now with this five-point lead? Well, I, I think if you're Jacksonville, I don't think you want to do anything in too big of a hurry. You've got the five-point cushion. You've got the opportunity just to work the basketball around. But if you see something good, still plenty of time on the clock. You want to go ahead and take the good look. But right now, you're going to take this defense. You're going to spread it out a little bit, bring Hughes up, maybe bring a Sullivan or a Borgman up to go with her and allow those two to operate. If the defense becomes, again, too aggressive, you've got the ability to dump underneath. Jacksonville's done that a couple times here in the second half. It's been a game, Rob, where I think we've really played it within an eight-point spread tonight. I believe Jacksonville's biggest lead, which they've had multiple times, is five points. South Ripley, the biggest lead I recall for the Raiders has been three. Yep, one possession game for South Ripley and you know, a lead for them at halftime. But Jacksonville, give a lot of kudos to Scott Smith. There's a reason why he's won 400-plus games in his career, and that's that ability to make adjustments. Going to that triangle in two here in the second half has been a real, real big plus for the Eagles. South Ripley in a matchup here. 
Almost looks like they're matching up man-to-man. Reagan Hughes has the basketball, but the Raiders are in a 2-3, spreading it way out, matching up with the Eagle ball handlers. Out top with it is Julian Meyer, right near the center circle. Jacksonville has a five-out spread here. They throw it over to Reagan Hughes. Eagles looking to take some time off the clock. They go to Meyer. Back out to Hughes. Now they're going to bring it to Borgman, and Borgman's in the center circle with it. Back to Hughes. Jacksonville just spreading the floor. Going to see if they can get a shot to get to the basket as get South Ripley's defense spread. Borgman has it in the center circle, left side to Hughes. Hughes dribbling to her right, bumps into Lydia Cornett, and they'll get Lydia with what will be her fourth foul. You can hear the Raider fans on this side of the floor not happy with that call. 5.09 to play. Raiders trailing by five. Jackson Dell basketball, and Lydia's got to be very careful now, Rob. Well, and they've got... Borgman with the basketball, and that's who Cornette's guarding. So Borgman gets it back. She's going to dribble and bring it over to Hughes. Hughes dribbles with the left hand toward the left side. Now picks it up, hands it off, gives it off to Borgman. Back now, now it's Borgman with it. That was before in the hands of Caitlin Heiners. Now it's Julia Meyer finding a lane to the basket. She kicks it back out to Hughes. Hughes spins, kicks it out. Meyer thought about the three. Now she'll drive. Goes up with the right hand off the glass, and she got it. A nice power move. Right there for Julia Meyer to get her ninth point of the ball game. That is some extremely fundamental, slow down, patient offense. They found the lane. They took it. It's an easy two for Meyer. 39-32, Eagles with their biggest lead of the game. South Ripley looking to attack this triangle in two. They get it to Claire Samples. She drives left side, and Claire will be bumped on her way to the basket there, and that foul is going to go against Borgman. First foul against Borgman, and that'll be for Jackson Dell, their second. Gunner going to come in the ball game. You've got Cornette coming out. Reese Obendorf will trigger it in for South Ripley under the Raider basket. Gets it in to Gunter. Gunter in the right wing throws it out on top to Emily Parks. 4.05 to play in the contest. Raiders trail by seven. They go high post to Franklin. Turnaround jumper from 15. No good. Rebound controlled by Heiners. She hands it off to Julia Meyer, and Meyer will bring it across the timeline for the Eagles. Inside four minutes to play. South Ripley's now going full out man-to-man here. Julia Meyer being guarded by Lexi Franklin. South Ripley needs to be aggressive in this man-to-man to try and go get the basketball, but I think one of the problems you're starting to see is the fact that South Ripley is so tired right now, it's even hard for them to keep up defensively in the matchup. Julia Meyer has it on the left wing, and Lexi Franklin comes out and makes contact. That'll be a foul against Lexi. It's going to be her second foul. Team second, so you've got two more to give, and South Ripley going to take a timeout. Matt McNew needs a timeout. I think it's going to be a full timeout. We'll go ahead and take a 30-second timeout and be back with more fourth-quarter action right after this. Jackson Dell on top of South Ripley, 39-32, 3.33 to play on the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. 
332 to play here in this battle for a share of the ORVC title. The Jacksonville Lady Eagles have a 39-32 lead over South Ripley. Rob, going to be an interesting last three minutes of this ball game. Yeah, it's going to be. So obviously in the timeout call by South Ripley, I think you're discussing a lot of defensive strategy right now through the Lady Raiders because, again, Fatigue starting to settle in. Jacksonville's taking a lot of time off the clock here in the fourth quarter. So opportunities are dwindling, and then Ripley gets beat on the inbounds pass. The Jacksonville with the missed shot. Julia Meyer missed it. Sullivan got the rebound. Her putback was no good. Reese Obendorf gets the rebound, and Reese is fouled and knocked to the ground. And South Ripley will maintain possession of the basketball. Raiders caught a break there. Jacksonville missed a couple of good looks. Two really good looks, and for Meyer, that should have been a two that most nights she's probably making. But Julia overall, despite having nine points, has struggled from the field. Lydia Cornette walks it across the timeline for South Ripley, nearing the three-minute mark. Parks has it, gives it over into the hands of Gunter on the far baseline. Goes inside to Reese, and it's knocked away and stolen by Sullivan. Sullivan brings the basketball out of there across the timeline. Picks it up, and now a whistle and a timeout. Scott Smith wants to talk about uh, he's not happy with the way the Eagles handle the ball in that particular situation. It's a full timeout for Scott Smith. Let's take another 30, and we'll come back with more fourth-quarter action right after this. Eagles on top by seven on Country 103.9 WRBI. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Alongside Rob LaFerry, I'm Rob Moorhead. Three minutes to go in the contest. Raiders trailing by seven. Eagle basketball here, Rob. And uh, the clock's certainly in the favor of Jacksonville. Yep, they've been able to chew up uh, on the offensive end about two and a half minutes of this fourth quarter. And now with a chance to inbound this basketball and take a little more time off. In terms of fouls, again, South Ripley still has two to give before putting Jacksonville in the bonus. Lady Eagles at three, just one more to give here in the final 301. Jacksonville inbounds it to Julia Meyer. Julia Meyer being guarded closely by Lydia Cornett. Hands it off to Borgman. Back to Meyer. Eagles in a five-out spread, just trying to kill some clock here. Meyer sees a lane to the basket, picks up her dribble. Now she'll kick it out back to Borgman. Borgman at the center circle, guarded by Emily Parks. Borgman dribbling back to Julia Meyer, two and a half to play. Julia Meyer back to Borgman. Raiders chasing here. Emily Parks on Borgman. Borgman just dribbles a big circle and gives it back to Julia Meyer. Cornette guarding Julia Meyer, hopefully not picking up that fifth foul. Gives it back out to Borgman. 2.15 to play. A lot of time being taken off, and finally South Ripley going to stop the clock with a foul. It's going to go against Parks. That'll be Emily's first. Team's third. By controlling the ball and forcing turnovers, Jacksonville has held South Ripley scoreless here in the fourth quarter, Rob. Some people call it boring. I say it's smart. (laughs) 
idea is to have more points than your opponent exactly. at the end, and that's what Scott Smith's playing for here with his seven-point lead. Doesn't care how much he beats you by, just wants to beat you. They throw it in. Shot put up right under the basket is no good by Sophia Sullivan. But South Ripley picks up the foul, and I believe that'll be number five on Lydia Cornette. Yep, Cornette had her hands up. That's what she's trying to say, but she took the body and bumped right into Sullivan. So Franklin's going to come in, and Lydia Cornette, her final game on this South Ripley playing surface. She will finish the night with four points. Raider fans give her a big round of applause as she comes out here on senior night, always giving maximum effort. Sullivan goes to the free throw line. Trying to make this an eight-point lead. Sullivan, six points on the night. Give her seven. First one is up and good. She's a player that very quietly can really add up in terms of statistics. She's had a couple games with double-figure scoring over the last few weeks. And tonight, at the free-throw line, getting it done. She's been very involved in this basketball game on both ends of the floor. Second one is up and good. She has eight. Jackson Dell, their biggest lead at 41-32. Parks. Brings it across the timeline for South Ripley. Baseline over to Susie Gunner. Gunner finds Reese Obendorf, top of the key. Reese dribbling to her right. Drops it, in, drops it inside to Lexi Franklin. Franklin's little hook shot put up. No good. Jackson Dell comes away with the rebound as we're inside two minutes to play in the contest. Julia Meyer across the timeline being guarded by Lexi Franklin. And there's a foul on Lexi. And that will be the 15th foul against South Ripley. And Julia Meyer going to the free throw line to shoot two for Franklin. That is her third. 80% free throw shooter is Julia Meyer. One of two so far tonight. Nine points on the night. Julia tries to get into double figures, becoming the second eagle to do so if she can make this first free throw, and she does. Ten points for Julia, ten-point lead. For the Eagles, 141 left to play. South Ripley still scoreless here in this fourth quarter, and their leading scorer, Reese Opendorf, still scoreless in this second half. Meyer hits the second. 11 points now for Julia, 43-32, 140 to play. Parks brings it up for South Ripley, kicks it back to Gunter. Susie, left-hand dribble to the free-throw line, has it knocked away by Hughes, but Parks there to pick it up, whistling a foul, and Hughes will get called for the bump. On Parks. It's going to be Reagan's second foul, teams four. So Lady Eagles have just one more to give before putting South Ripley in the bonus the rest of the game. One thirty-one to play. South Ripley will inbound on the far side. Reese Obendorf to throw it in. Does so to Parks. Parks brings it up for the Raiders. Dribbling to the left. Looking for a lane to the basket. Puts up a shot right in front of Julia Meyer. Meyer gets a hand on it. Parks comes up with a basketball. We got a whistle and a foul, and I think Reagan Hughes is going to get called with a foul, trying to get that loose ball away from Emily Parks. It's going to put Parks at the free throw line, third on Hughes. Parks just two for four from the free throw stripe on the season at the varsity level. South Ripley looking for their first points of this fourth quarter. Parks free throw up, and she got it. First points of the night for Emily Parks makes it 43-33. Eagles holding on to a 10-point advantage. Jackson Dell defense been the difference in this one in the second half. Right? Triangle and two has been the absolute story here in these final two quarters. The Coach Smith comes up. It'll be interesting to talk with him about that switch here for the final two. 
Here's the inbound by Jackson Dell. Both free throws good by Parks. Raiders, full court press, and Scott Smith wants a timeout with 117 left to play. His Eagles on top, 43-34. to 34. Let's take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to High School Girls Basketball on Country 103.9 WRBI. Life moves fast. The technology services from Great Plains Communications move faster. Whether it's working, learning, or streaming from home, or powering your business with a robust fiber connection, our full suite of technology services helps you keep up with today's fast-paced environment. Our local team of call center representatives and technicians are dedicated to providing a superior customer experience, ensuring you have the support and services you need to succeed. Contact Great Plains Communications today at 877-839-9494 or gpcom.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. 117 left to play in the contest. Jackson Dell on top by nine, 43 to 34. Here in this ball game that has implications in the ORVC race. Story of the second half has been Reese Obendorf. At 15 at the half, unable to get on the in the scoring column here due to the Jackson Dell triangle and two. They've just done a really nice job chasing her, and Sophia Sullivan has been the main person doing that, Rob. Yep, she's done a fantastic job defensively, and just that drastic of a change, I don't think anyone saw it. South Ripley has battled, but time beginning to really tick away here in this fourth quarter. Julia Meyer has it. She's fouled right in front of the bench there in front of Scott Smith. Julia is fouled by Lexi Franklin. I think that's going to be four on Lexi. And Julia Meyer is going to go back to the free throw line. Fourth on Franklin. Meyer last time up. Two of two from the free throw line. Three of four altogether here in the game. You want your 80% free throw shooter handling the ball in these situations. And that's just what Scott Smith is getting as Julia Meyer drains the free throw. Give her 12 points on the evening, nearing her average of 14. 9-2 9-2 advantage for Jackson Dell here in the fourth quarter. And make it 10-2. As the Eagles open up an 11-point lead with 108 to play here. South Ripley gets it down quickly. Parks drives it up to the left block. Shot put up, no good. But we got a whistle and a foul. That'll go against Meyer, and that's going to send Parks to the free throw line to shoot two. Parks off the bench, 2 of 2 here in the fourth quarter, which broke the ice for South Ripley as a part of that scoreless start to the frame. Julia Meyer picks up her third foul. Parks makes her third free throw in a row. The only three points for South Ripley here in this fourth quarter make it 45-35. One oh four to play in the contest. Parks missed the second one, but there's player samples on the rebound. Claire able to break through and lay it in, but they will call a jump ball prior to that as Claire was tied up, I think, by Borgman there. The alternate possession keeps it with South Ripley. Reese to inbound for the Raiders. Gets it into Lexi. Lexi puts it up from 15, and she got it. Lexi Franklin drops it in for two. That's her first basket of the evening. Makes it 45-37 with 58.9 seconds to play. And nobody's taking a timeout to the locker room in this game, Rob, as Matt McNew will call a timeout here just under a minute to play. I always joke about Aaron Garrett at Batesville because there's been some games for him down the stretch where he will not call a timeout. I said, you realize you don't get the 
take those home with you. <laughs> they don't get to add up as the season goes along. Well, I think none of these are going to be taken out of the gym tonight. No. They're going to call every time out. And uh, 9.15 already on the actual clock. 58 seconds to go in the ball game. Jackson Dell on top, 45-37. In what has been a very good ball game to watch and a very entertaining ball game, South Ripley had the 1.21-20 lead at the half. Eagles got on top 35-32 after three quarters and then have just slowly methodically built this lead throughout the fourth quarter, playing patient on offense and a very stingy triangle and two defense. Well, what they've done in the second half, and it's something Jacksonville's done all year, they let their defense dictate what they do on offense, and it creates opportunities offensively. Jacksonville got those, I thought, between the three three three-pointers by Hughes there in the third quarter, plus a triangle and two defense being played. That was ultimately an early turning point for this Jacksonville ball club, now trying to seal the deal out of the timeout. They throw it in to the hands of Julia Meyer, and she's immediately fouled when she catches it. That's going to go against Susie Gunter. I have her for two. I do, too. And that's going to send Julia to the free throw line. She's made her last four. Only one second went off the clock there. Jackson Bell right now a perfect six of six from the free throw line here in the fourth quarter. Julia Meyer looking for point number 14. Reaching her season average, and she got it. 46-37. Eagles on top by nine. Trying to make this a 10-point advantage. Meyer gets it. Nothing but net. 47-37. Emily Parks across the timeline for South Ripley to Gunter. Three on the way. Left wing. No good. Rebound controlled by Jackson Dell. Meyer has it. Coming out of there, and Reese Obendorf will commit the foul and send Julia Meyer back to the free throw line with 46 seconds left. Second foul on Obendorf. Julia Meyer with 15, tying Reagan Hughes and Reese Obendorf. Julia can become the game's leading scorer, making a free throw here, and she gets the first one. Just an impressive job in this fourth quarter by Julia Meyer stepping to the free throw line and having success. 12 points here in the second half for Julia Meyer in this fourth quarter alone. Seven points from the free throw line, make it eight. Perfect, eight for eight here in the fourth quarter. 49-37, Jacksonville Parks has it, gives it up on the baseline to Gunther. Susie dribbles, kicks it back out to Parks. Parks finds Franklin, top of the key. Franklin hands off to Reese. Reese behind her back, picks up her dribble, cross court to Gunter. They try to go inside, and it's stolen away by Julia Meyer with 25 seconds left. Meyer looks down court. She gets it off to Sullivan. Sullivan kicks it out to Reagan Hughes. Hughes dribbling the basketball with 15 seconds left. South Ripley continuing to defend as they give to Julia Meyer. The Jacksonville fans come to their feet to cheer these Lady Eagles who have just picked up a victory here as... Coach Matt McNew will call off the Raider defense. The clock goes to 2-1. There's the buzzer. And the final score, the Jacksonville Eagles run their record to 18-4 and 5-0 and and in the ORVC with a 49-37 victory over South Ripley. Here on senior night, Jacksonville with a chance to get a, sh- a conference title outright on Thursday if they can get a victory over Southwestern Hanover. 
We are going to take our final time out of the night, put some statistics together, and come back and wrap this one up for you right after this. You're listening to High School Girls Basketball Action on Country 103.9 WRBI. Welcome to Allstate, where saving on your auto insurance is kind of like a joyride. You, your car, and an open road may be your best friend, too. The music is chill, and so is the traffic. Allstate, here better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Contact Batesville and Shelbyville Allstate agent Mary Huntington for a quote today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. Unleash precision at Nobby Moore Shop in Batesville. Elevate your outdoor game with top-tier equipment, John Deere compact tractors, grasshopper mowers, and steel tools. From 23 to 100 horsepower, John Deere compact tractors redefine efficiency. Need financing? They've got you covered. Nobby Mower Shop, your local outdoor authority for 40 years, offers expert service, pickup, delivery, and a treasure trove of parts. Nobby Mower Shop, where precision meets performance. Visit today and transform your outdoors. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Thank you very much, John Heil. Rob Moorhead, Rob LaFerry back with you where this game is in the books. It's a 49-37 victory for the Jacksonville Eagles running their conference record to 5-0 and and 18-4 overall on the season. South Ripley will drop to 13-8 on the regular season, 4-2 and two in the ORVC Conference. And it looks like the Eagles are coming back out on the floor to get the, tr- the Pride Trophy once again. That Ripley Publishing passes out, Rob, between these uh, South Ripley, Jacksonville, and Milan Ball Clubs. Yep, it's been an annual staple for the longest time uh, for those three teams in the county. Obviously, the winner gets to claim the honors of it. South Ripley had to surrender it at the beginning of the year to Jacksonville over at the Eagles Nest, and JCD will maintain for the remainder of the year. And worth noting that currently on the boys' side, you've got Jacksonville who is still hoisting it as well after beating South Ripley back in November. Indeed, in this ball game tonight, South Ripley took a 21-20 lead into the half. Jackson Dell outscored him 15 to 11 in the third quarter to go on top 35-32, but really it was that fourth quarter, Rob, where Jackson Dell outscored South Ripley 14 to five to salt this one away 49-37. Well, we talked in the pregame about how effective this Jackson Dell defense can be, averaging uh, 36 points per game in terms of points allowed here this season. So. Just a little bit over that tonight at 37. But, again, the switch up to go to the triangle and two was huge for them. Not only do you put the chaser on Opendorf, but you put the chaser on samples as well. So that takes away for South Ripley two players who came in averaging tonight about a combined 22, 23 points per game. 
Second half, Opendorf is scoreless. Sample scores just two. And we take a look at the numbers. A big first half for Opendorf. Samples tonight really struggle with a total of four. Rob, you want to go ahead and run down the stats as you have them there? I'm amazed at how many statistics you can keep uh, during the course of the ball game here. And go ahead and run through those numbers. I'm hoping Scott Smith will come up and join us. We'll get him if we can. But in the meantime, go ahead and jump through those numbers for us. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the scoring numbers for these two ball clubs. First for Jackson Dell. They had two players in double figures tonight. They had Julia Meyer, who led all scores with 17 points. Reagan Hughes with a total of 15. Sophia Sullivan with eight. Kelsey Borgman with four, Kalen Heiners with three, and Savannah Steele with two. For South Ripley, they were led by Reese Opendorf, who scored all 15 of her points there in the first half. Following her, Susie Gunner with seven. Claire Samples, Lydia Cornett, they had four points apiece. You had Emily Parks and Aubrey Warner there off the bench with three points and two points apiece. And then Lexi Franklin tonight with just two. We'll take a look at the team stats here in just a little bit. But first, Rob, head coach Scott Smith is in tow to talk about the win. Coach, congratulations uh, for you guys to share the ORVC title. One more to go to try and get that thing outright uh, coming up on Thursday. But uh, quite a night and day in terms of first half and second half for you tonight, especially on the defensive end. Yeah, i tell you what. Uh, i got to give my hats off to Matt and the Lady Raiders because – this is always a tough place to play. The kids are great athletes. They work really hard. And, you know, we we had a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C defensively, and, and we got down to plan C. Uh, but our kids execute that really well. Um, you know, uh, their offense runs through two kids, and they're just such great athletes. It's hard to cover them one-on-one without any help. So, uh, you know, tonight, the second half, great effort defensively. But I thought we were really tight. I thought we were tight offensively. We we kept telling them that the, the big advantage we thought we had was uh, they play great defense, but we play really good offense. And we were settling in the first half for open threes. And uh, when you do that too much and don't go to the well, I mean, you get in trouble. And I thought we got stagnant, and we did a much better job second half. And and once we were able to get a a couple possession lead, well, then we just rely on our free throw shooting. Well, I thought in the third quarter especially, you go to the triangle in two. So that's plan C right there for you defensively. And it seemed like as the more opportunities your defense created for the offense, it seemed like your offense did loosen up because not only is the triangle in two big for you in the third quarter, Reagan's three threes in the third quarter certainly is a big help as well. Yes, and that, you know, where where we're really focusing on uh, the, the Samples girl and Reese, you know, they're focusing on Julia and Reagan. And so for her to get loose and, and get three good, clean looks against this kind of defense was really huge for us. Then, Scott, you end up with Julia Meyer stepping up, going 10 for 10, 8 for 8 from the free throw line, and then Sophia Sullivan 2 for 2. Your team goes 10 for 10 in that fourth quarter when you're building that lead, and that's huge heading into the tournament. Yeah, and that's been a really big strength for this team is, you know, usually you get a team that shoots, you know, 70%, 70 There's always one or two kids that you don't want them to get fouled. Our kids really put in the time this summer, 
Uh, I think our worst free throw shooter is is right around like sixty nine percent. The team is like seventy three or seventy four, and that wins you a lot of ball games if you can just get a lead. So you go down to Southwestern Hanover. I'm sure you don't want to share, Scott. I've never known you to want to share anything. I know you don't want to share this conference title going in there on Thursday. Uh, you know, Brian Crank has done an outstanding job down at Southwestern. Uh, those kids are playing. They believe in what they're doing, and they've got some really good players. Uh, you know, we're just going to relax tomorrow, get some shooting in, a little scouting, and then hopefully we are ready to go back and treat this just like another sectional game and win and go on. Very good. Well, congratulations, Coach. Good luck to you on Thursday night. Good luck next week in the sectional, and we'll be following the Eagles as the season continues. Appreciate it very much, Rob. Thanks, Rob and Rob. There you go. You got it. That's Scott Smith, head coach of the Jacksonville Eagles. They get a big victory, 49-37 tonight. Rob, finish up your team statistics there, my friend, and we'll put a bow on this one. Absolutely. So, again, just real quickly in terms of scoring for Jackson Delanite, two players in double figures. Julia Meyer with 17 points. Reagan Hughes with 15. They had four others in the score column tonight. South Ripley led by Reese Opendorf with those 15 points in the first half. South Ripley had six others in the score column tonight, but no other player reached double figures. The next in line was Susie Gunner with seven points. Now, taking a look at team stats. First for Jackson Dell. From a shooting standpoint tonight, they were a total of 14 of 34 from the field. 9 of 25 from two-point range, but a big help for them tonight was that 5 of 9 shooting from the three-point line. And, of course, the free-throw shooting. We just talked about it with Coach Smith. Overall tonight, Jackson Dell ends up finishing 16 of 20 from the charity stripe. Rebounding-wise, JCD with 26, seven of those on the offensive end. Seven turnovers for Jacksonville, nine points off of turnovers. They had four second-chance points and 16 points in the paint. For South Ripley, shooting a struggle tonight when you take a look at the overall numbers for them. They were a total tonight of 13 of 40. They were 10 of 21 from two-point range, but just three of 19 from the three-point line. They did end up winning the rebounding battle tonight. They had a total of 30, 19 defensively, 11 offensive rebounds, 11 turnovers for South Ripley tonight. That triangle and two switch really made a difference. Ripley had just three turnovers in the first half. They had a total of eight in the final two quarters. They did score seven points off of Jacksonville turnovers, 12 second-chance points off the offensive rebounds tonight, and just like JCD, 16 points in the paint. Quarter scoring tonight, Jacksonville 10, 10, 15, and 14. South Ripley 10, 11, 11, and then held to just five points in the fourth quarter. Put it all together, it's a win for JCD. Congratulations, 18th win on the year and a share of the ORVC title. Final score, 49-37 over South Ripley. Thank you very much, Rob LaFerry. Three more games on WRBI the rest of this week on Thursday night. Rob LaFerry and Terrence Arney will have Switzerland County at Oldenburg. On Friday, Terrence and Jim Williams will have North Decatur at Batesville. That's Switzerland County at Oldenburg is a girls' basketball game. North Decatur at Batesville, a boys' basketball game. Then I'll be back with you on Saturday as Batesville travels to Hauser. And my son Brad Moorhead will join me on that call here 
as my other son, Trent Moorhead, will be on the sidelines with the Hauser Jets. So all kind of good basketball coverage for you here on the Sports Voice, Country 103.9 WRBI. Final thoughts, Rob LaFerry? Overall, again, uh, it was a fun basketball game to watch. I thought very physical ball game, a lot of fundamentals to be had on the floor tonight. And, again, just really impressed with the defensive switch that Coach Smith had put on there in the second half. That triangle and two can be extremely hard to execute because you are opening up your defense. It's basically, as you said, it's a three-on-three game. But I thought tonight, despite a couple of attacks, South Ripley just very inconsistent with samples and Opendorf away from the basketball. It's a great preparation game for sectional play. This is the kind of ball game that you're going to see come next week, regardless of who your opponent is. Both teams uh, still one to go. Jacksonville, go get them on Thursday night against Southwestern. See if we can get a Ripley County team with an outright ORVC title. Pleasure working with you tonight, Rob. Hope we'll get to do it again later on uh, in the season. I want to say thank you to everyone here at South Ripley, Athletic Director Jeff Goral, Principal Joe Ralston. We appreciate the hospitality as always. Thanks to Matt McNew, Head Girls Basketball Coach here at South Ripley, for his generosity and time in the pregame show. And, of course, Scott Smith at Jacksonville for joining us in both the pre- and the postgame show. We would not be able to bring you high school basketball and WRBI without our fine sponsors. We say thank you to Ivy Tech Community College, Great Plains Communication, Mary Huntington All-State Insurance, Batesville, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Garings. Ison's Family Pizza, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Bronze Gutsweiler, JC Bank, and Margaret Mary Health. Also Fleetwood Chevrolet, Hurt and Elko, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Affinity Graphics and Tees, and Nobby Mower Shop. Once again, our final score, Jacksonville Lady Eagles 49, South Ripley Lady Raiders 37. For my partner Rob LaFerry alongside and John Heil back in the studio, this is Rob Moorhead saying thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic evening. Thank you, John Heil.